This is Murder at Eagle Mansion, Episode 2, The Betrayal. <laughs> we have it! We have the EpiPen! It's too late. <laughs> oh no. With Ben dead and no way out of the mansion, B takes out her phone to call for help, but finds she has no service. She looks around at the others and finds all of them to be in despair, except for Howard. Needing to talk to someone, she pulls him to the side, leaving the others to mourn. Howard, do you have service? I have no service. We can't call for help. I don't have service either. I was trying to call 911 when Max ran out, and I couldn't even do that. Then if we're really stuck here, we need to start figuring out what happened, and fast. Howard, are you listening? Yeah, I just can't believe. I'm sorry, go ahead. Let's start with the food. What's all this doing here? I don't know. I guess it was for the party, but I thought it was weird. But get this, it all had peanuts in it, everything. What are you saying? Don't you think that's weird? Especially considering Ben is allergic to peanuts. And if the school set this up, they would know that. So what? You think it was intentional? What are you two talking about? Don't stand over there whispering like a bunch of freaks. Ben is dead. What are we going to do? (laughs) It's okay, Janet. It's okay. It's not okay. He's dead. We try to use our phones, but neither of us have service, which probably means you guys don't either. Let's go see if we can find the butler. He has to know something. I'm not leaving him alone. I'm staying with Janet. You guys can go. Max, why don't you come with us? Uh, okay, if you guys need help. Before Max leaves with B and Howard, he picks up an old sheet and holds it out to Janet for her to cover Ben with. With tears still streaming down her face, Janet accepts the sheet and even mutters a thank you to Max. B carefully watches Max the entire time, and when the three exit the kitchen, she doesn't waste time confronting him. Max, why did you have Ben's EpiPen? What? I thought it was on the car. I don't... The door is locked and I... I don't know! But it was in your jacket. How did it get there? Ben, he keeps in his, his in his car, but he always has an extra. When we go out, he gives it to me. I, I just forgot. It was all happening so fast. Ben was careless with his allergy. How could you not remember? I'm not good in stressful situations. Okay, Max, I, I believe you. But if I were you, I would not mention this to Janet. She might understand. Unlikely. Let's find that butler now and talk about this later. Max, you try the parlor. Howard and I will try upstairs. Okay, I, I'm really sorry. Like, honestly, Ben, he was my best friend. Just, just go, Max. Max slowly walks away from the two with his head down, leaving B and Howard, who make their way upstairs. As they're climbing the steps, the two discuss the events of the night so far. Do you really believe him, B? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Max is kind of an idiot, and I could see him forgetting in the moment, right? When Ben and I were friends, I was the one who carried the spare. I had to use it once because Ben wasn't paying attention to what he ate. I always had to remind him that he couldn't eat certain things. Max was always there, too. He's been friends. He was friends with Ben for as long as I was. I just don't see how he could forget he had the extra EpiPen. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but you're smart, and Max is not. Even so, ignoring all that, you just don't forget your best friend could die if he eats a peanut. I didn't. Okay, maybe that's true, but Max wouldn't have known that there would be peanuts here, and he probably was just excited to eat. You know him. It's not like he planned this party. B. It's just a tragic mistake, but I'm definitely, absolutely sure this is a school-sponsored event. And now, we just have to find that creepy old man and get out of here. 
if you say so. B. Howard and Max search all over the house, but the most they find is boarded up windows, dusty furniture, and candles strewn about. After ten minutes of searching, the three make their way back to the kitchen, where Ben now lays covered up. Did you find the butler? No, there was no sign of him anywhere. This is insane. We're stuck in here with a dead body and no service and no way to get out. Is this some kind of sick joke? Maybe he's faking. (gasps) This could all be some weird and unfunny break. Let me check his pulse. You idiot! He's not faking! Don't touch him! I knew you were dumb, but not even you could be that stupid. Janet, I know you're upset, but you don't have to be so mean to me. I can't believe you would even focus on yourself right now! Get away from me! Susie, just come over here. She needs time. Wait, Janet, I'm not dumb. It is a prank because Max had Ben's EpiPen. What did you say? The EpiPen was in Max's pocket the whole time. Max? What are you saying? You had the EpiPen? Why did you have it? It was the spare. I forgot it, but I was so freaked out, Janet. So, you could have saved him? Yeah, I guess I I could have. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) You idiot! What is wrong with you? I'm sorry. I, I didn't do it on purpose. You know what? I think you did. I think you've always been jealous of Ben, and you took your chance to get rid of him. What? I I wasn't jealous of Ben. How can you say that to me? I know him well enough to know he wasn't jealous of Ben, Janet. You're right, actually. Maybe you're not jealous, but you are obsessed with him. Maybe you got mad that you can't have him all to yourself anymore. No, I'm not. You know you are. You never leave him alone. And you know what? Ben didn't even like you. You annoyed him. You were like a stray dog that he just put up with. And after all he did for you, you, he couldn't even trust you to save his life. All he did for me? What exactly did Ben do for me? Hang out with you at all. You have no other friends. Howard left you and all us girls laugh at you. You're a complete loser. Then why didn't he give you the extra EpiPen, Janet? Why did he trust me with it instead of you? He should have! I would have saved him instead of killing him because I'm not a useless moron. Oh, come on, Janet. Be reasonable. No one asked you. You didn't even like Ben. You're probably happy he's dead, too. Janet, please calm down. Just take a deep breath. You know what, Janet? When I think about it, maybe I am a little happy that Ben is dead. Because you're right. He did treat me like crap. And you're no better than him. A lying, snotty, and and fake- That's it! (laughs) Well, Janet, put the knife down. You're losing it. You both are. Janet, I know you're upset, but- Shut up, Susie! I'm going to kill you, Max. Max slowly takes a few steps back, and Janet matches him by taking a few steps forward. The two don't break eye contact. Everyone else is frozen in place. Finally, B decides to break the ice. Janet? Janet's name barely escapes B's lips before Janet charges at Max. Max can only react fast enough to hold up his arm to stop the incoming slash of Janet's knife from hitting his face. The knife cuts open a wound in Max's arm a few inches long and blood comes gushing out. He stumbles and falls to the floor, holding his arm in pain. Oh my god! Get back here, Max! I'm not done with you! Let me go! Please, Janet, that's enough! Max, wait! Howard and B try to hold Janet back as much as they can, but Janet elbows Howard in the stomach and slashes B's hand. My hand! You better run, Max! Susie, get her! Janet, don't do this! Man, I'm really bleeding. Howard, are you... Oh no, don't tell me. Come on. 
B and Howard rush as fast as they can out of the kitchen and towards the sound of Susie's scream. They find Janet kneeling in front of an open door with the knife still in hand. The two look through the doorway and see a set of steps leading down into a basement. They can barely make out Susie sitting at the bottom of the steps, looking over something. What happened? He fell down the stairs. Who? Max? Is he okay? The first step right there is broken. I think he took a bad step. I could see him at the bottom, looking up at me. Looking up at you? I think he's dead. Howard joins Janet on the floor, defeated, while B stands there in disbelief. As the three wait for Susie to come back, they all stare down into the basement, which opens up to them like a great dark mouth. Three may not show it, but they are all scared. For all the gnashing of teeth, they like Max. Everyone likes Max, even if they aren't always the nicest to him. B looks at Janet. Her face is blank. She is gone. Yes, she was mad, but she didn't really want to hurt Max, or at least, she didn't want him to die. And if he is dead, what are they all going to do? Guys, Max, he's gone. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I think he broke his neck or something. His head was turned all wrong. It was awful. Howard, should one of us check to be sure? You can go down there, but I made sure to check if there's any air coming out of them. You'll just be scaring yourself even more, B. There's no point. What are we going to do? Ben and now Max? I can't stay here any longer. Max was only one person's fault. Howard, maybe don't do that, okay? She's... I think she knows. I don't know. I don't think we're going to make it. I think we're all going to die here. Hold it together, B. We can figure something out, right? We've got to figure something out. The lights flicker once, twice. The teens look around nervously. Then the power goes out completely. It is all dark around them, and the only lights that remain are those of the faraway candles. <laughs> of course. Hey guys, I can't see you. Stay calm. I'm going to go get a candle. I'll be right back. What was that? Susie? Janet, is that you? Howard? B, I'm like really scared. We should get a candle. No need. Oh my god, Howard, were you trying to give us a heart attack? Howard, what are you looking at? Janet. Wait, where is Janet? We heard movement. Does she still have the knife? I think she does. <laughs> Tune in next week to see what Janet does with that knife.